Thank you for listening in right now. Glad to have you here. My name is Nyla, and this is Greener Thoughts. I help you understand the environment today so you can experience a greener life. Let's connect online. You can reach Greener Thoughts by voice message. The anchor.fm link is in each episode's show notes. You can do so via the Anchor app or by email at greenerthoughtspodcast at gmail.com. So let's start off with some announcements. There are just a few eco holidays I want to let everyone know about, even though they are pretty famous and easy to remember. The first one is that Earth Week will always be held annually uh, on or around uh, April 22nd. And then also the next one, Earth Day, one of my favorite holidays ever in any given year is Earth Day and so it's on April 22nd always and so there's also an Earth Day countdown clock that you can always try and look for so you can figure out um, when and where Earth Day activities are around you. Simple to remember, April 22nd is Earth Day. So the next segment up is Headlines from the Hemispheres. It's a quick briefing on environmental news all around the world. The first headline is about scientists and their research in trying to save the Great Barrier Reef. So this was found via uh, environmentalhealthnews.org. And so uh, The Guardian is where the information was originally published. So during the year 2020, the Great Barrier Reef is really uh, going about suffering in a, 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 a numerous ways. And one of the most um, notable ones is that it's going through mass coral bleaching right now. And this is the third time that this has happened in a five-year period. So really abnormal, really strange um, and tropical coral reefs. Um, really, really sensitive to uh, global heating, so they're the hardest hit when it comes to our warming waters. The UN has their Intergovernmental uh, Panel on uh, Climate Change (IPCC), and so they say 70 to 90 percent of coral reefs will die as global heating gets to 1.5 degrees Celsius. So, uh, how the um, research was carried out? It was an experiment that had a wind turbine, or a modified turbine, I should say, and it was uh, high-pressured with nozzles that sprayed trillions of nano-sized little crystals, salt crystals, um, of the ocean into the air uh, from the back of this uh, ship barge. And so they were... um, they wanted to see, in theory, how these crystals would react and try, try to create these low-lying uh, uh, clouds and make them uh, brighter um, and reflecting the sunlight uh, so that it would get away from the ocean surface um, because um, that would be detrimental to the coral. Uh, the next uh, 
uh, story is coming out of New Zealand. The other one was coming out of uh, Australia, you know, looking at the uh, Great Barrier Reef. Uh, the next one also is um, from another country nearby, New Zealand. And so uh, New Zealand's uh, freshwater at risk report shows that was found uh, via um, Newsroom uh, New Zealand. And uh, I found it via um, Environmental Health News. So um, this report was showing that freshwater environments all um, within New Zealand are really heavily polluted. So places like the forestry uh, environments that are there, farming environments, urban environments. Um, it talked about how 76% of native freshwater is now threatened um, uh, with the, the fish that are there in these native uh, waters. They're at risk of extinction. And there was a, another report a few years back in 2017 that had one species that was labeled as extinct, uh, even though it was, you know, sighted first in the 1940s. It's now gone because of the water. And then last but not least, the uh, third headline uh, is about orangutans. And so uh, it's about rescuing them and, and ways that uh, studies we're finding that aren't too good um, with the methods that are already being done to try and save them. So rescuing orangutans doesn't work for apes or forests, uh, studies find. So uh, that was found on mangabay.com via Environmental Health News. And so there was new research coming out of uh, Borneo um, and the Borneo uh, orangutans that were uh, found in habitats. They were finding that uh, moving them to new areas is not optimal either for the animals themselves and it negatively affects forest conservation efforts. And orangutans have been found to really survive in places uh, where there happens to be palm oil forests, uh, other types of forests, and even in uh, selectively logged places. So uh, that's what scientists are saying. And um, uh, NGOs, though, they are trying to combat that and they're saying that orangutans need to be uh, moved to um, avoid conflict with fruit farmers and um, those who um, those orangutans are at risk of being shot um, if they are left uh, in, in situ. So that means in a natural space, in a natural habitat. Um, the uh, researchers uh, in Borneo found that over a 10-year period between uh, 2007 and 2017, at least 621 Borneo uh, orangutans, uh, they, or possibly almost 2,000 uh, more, um, were given inconsistencies in reporting data. So some were labeled as rescued, even though they weren't uh, from uh, f forest parts or for uh, uh, forest fragments or parts of forests uh, that were um, impacted uh, landscapes where humans were and uh, they were moved to uh, different uh, places within uh, Borneo just to be safe. Uh, so those are all the stories I have for you. So we're going to move on to the next segment. Do you love Greener Thoughts? Supporting Greener Thoughts ensures more giveaways are available with even more exciting prizes, future Greener Thoughts merchandise, and surprises found only on Greener Thoughts. I greatly appreciate and love all of the listeners who have tuned in and who support Greener Thoughts. 
by doing good for the planet. One of the many ways I would love your support is by clicking the second lower link in the description section of this episode. It's the direct support link for Greener Thoughts. So the source for uh, the news article and, and information in the podcast episode comes mainly from treehugger.com. It's one of the best sites I know of for all things environmental. Um, and it's really uh, diverse in its topics and I love using its information. Um, it's a really great time, I think, to talk about Castile soap. It is uh, super beneficial. It's moisturizing. It cleans so many things. It's so diverse in its use. Um, I had wondered about the benefits um, when I had looked at this article and I thought that it would be great to talk about. I mean, I was thinking how many people know about uh, the benefits of Castile soap, um, that it helps you save money, you know, essentially because you're using it for so many things. It's ridiculous um, how many benefits it has, you know, and I figured a lot of people may not know about the benefits or maybe the uses, maybe people who are um, have their tried and true soaps that they use or products that they have for certain um, tasks that they, you know, do with their body, you know, cleaning and, and, every, and other things that you do with your body. I figure... Um, because Castile soap is so uh, versatile and it's you know relatively relatively inexpensive and it's in bar form, it's in liquid form, um, you can sort of go crazy with the uh, different things you can do with it. So I figured to put it all in one podcast episode and I have you all you know learn about it and me learn some things as well. Uh, my favorite uh, Castile soap is from Dr. Bronner's. I tried both the liquid forms and the bar soap forms, and I loved it so much that I reviewed it in episode 106 in the um, episode 10, Better Alternatives to Buying on Black Friday, that I did in November 2019. So let's talk about the wonders of Castile soap and its 13 uses and several different benefits. So going back to the historical context of where Castile came from, its name, it originated all the way back in Spain in the Castile region, and that's where olive oil was really combined with sodium carbonate to create the white blocks of a Castile that were originally made throughout Europe, and during that time, this is back in the mid-1500s. Now in modern times, we have more luxurious uh, ingredients that we can add to soaps, uh, in like the Castile soap. So we can uh, add things, or soap makers add uh, certain components to them, like coconut oil and hemp oil, jojoba oil, and of course, olive oil. And with the soap, it's amazing because it's free of animal fats, so it's, you know, vegan for those who are vegan, you know, even those who are vegetarian otherwise, or those who want to be eco-friendly with their soaps. This is a great option for you. Now, to convert it to um, it's a, a, to a liquid form from a solid form, it's easy. You can just grate or chop uh, certain um, amounts of soap, you know, maybe five ounces or more, and then you could soak it um, in four cups of water for about a day or so, and then blend it at a low speed for about thirty seconds, and then store it in something like a mason jar or um, another type of glass container. So let's jump into the many uses of Castile soaps. This is fun. So the first 
uh, use is dish soap. Dish soap is a pretty uh, common use. Uh, who doesn't love dish soap and need it? Uh, what you can do is use one part Castile soap and then 10 parts water. However you measure a part, that could be a cup, that could be several cups um, uh, in uh, using and making that uh, mixture. And you can add uh, or a, you could add a concentrated liquid form of the Castile soap and then um, uh, use um, the, the parts of uh, water to uh, make it a liquid form, more liquidy form. Um, and then you can use this for, you know, cleaning your sink, dishes, um, uh, soaking pots and pans, countertops, things like that. Number two is to use Castile soap as an all-purpose cleaner. This is great because you can use a, one quart of about warm hot water or so, and then about a quarter of a cup of Castile soap, so not that much, and then mix that into a spray bottle or another container that you can use on hand and get to certain, certain surfaces uh, in your home. So it's good for all things all around, your counter spaces, your appliances, in and out of those, furniture, floor stains, uh, overall, you know, easy messes that you may have, you know, to clean up uh, dirty, dusty surfaces, places like that. Uh, number three is to um, use Castile soap for laundry. So laundry is what we, you know, do and we have to, um, you know, take it on as a task, you know, weekly, several uh, times a week. Um, and uh, it's very useful for um, cleaning. So whether you have a little bit of laundry, a lot of laundry, you know, just rinse with vinegar and you'll be all set. So using about a third of a cup. So um, you can measure that out and then per load of laundry, um, use this and then you could add about a half a cup, so a little bit uh, more of white vinegar just to rinse. But you only will need about half um, of a cup if it's a, a HE uh, washer. Uh, so that's a high efficiency washer. And uh, if you have a bar soap, let's say you don't have liquid soap for laundry for the um, Castile soap and you have bar soap, no problem. Just grate uh, about a cup of uh, bar soap and then mix it with four cups baking soda. Uh, and then you can still use the vinegar, the uh, half cup of vinegar for a rinse. Uh, you can use it uh, in your laundry. You can use it for your clothing, of course, and also bedding as well. So it's safe for both. Number four is to use Castile soap for foaming soap. So this is great because if you have uh, foaming soap dispensers, I have a few myself and I love using them. I love foamy soap. Um, you can just refill it uh, using the, this amazing homemade formula. Of course, using two tablespoons, spoons, so a little bit smaller um, measurement of the liquid Castile soap. And then you could use um, about a half um, a little bit of uh, half of a teaspoon, a tablespoon, I should say, of uh, coconut oil, olive oil, favorite oil, um, and then a few drops of an essential oil. So this is amazing. Then add some water to have that foam going and you're good to go. You know, just use the uh, hand soap for your kitchen or for a guest room um, bathroom or for your personal bathroom. Um, and those are places where you can, you know, use the soap. And number five is you can use Castile soap 
for a face or body wash. So just no, like normal, what your hands, what your face body, and then you can add some liquid drops to your hands and rub and lather. Um, and then you can apply those uh, same drops um, to your washcloth, um, sponge, loofah, uh, or any place you need to on your body, and then rinse well. Number six is you can use Castile Soap as a makeup remover, which I didn't know before. I'm so happy and so um, I was stunned to know that, you know, this can happen, you know, just using it as a makeup remover, which is great. Doesn't mean any ladies out there who use makeup um, a bunch can save money, you know, just on remover alone. So you can mix equal parts uh, of the Castile soap and then uh, fractionated uh, coconut oil or maybe some olive, uh, almond oil and then also witch hazel. And then you can make a, a mix uh, of a, a makeup remover and it's also moisturizing. So if you have uh, the reusable cloth pads or something else that you use to take off your makeup, that would be even more of an eco step. You know, so you don't have any waste, you know, and you could just rinse your face uh, after you've removed your makeup. Number seven is in shaving. So a Castile soap you can use with shaving, which I'm also happy about as well. I don't have to use my uh, conditioner, hair conditioner to uh, have as a multitasker in shaving. So this is great. It just works fine with the suds. You just wet your skin or your hands um, and then um, begin to... Uh, drop out about uh, a few drops about four to five drops of the soap uh, to your hands and then rub and have that you know foamy uh, consistency and apply it to where you need to shave like your legs or underarms face etc and then after that uh, after you're shaving those areas then you rinse Number eight is as uh, homemade baby wipes. So for those who have babies or small uh, little ones uh, this is perfect. You just use something like um, about a, a half of a roll or one half of a roll um, of your paper towels. You know, recycled is best, but not everyone has recycled paper towels. Um, and you put them in a container uh, like you would uh, a baby wipe, bo wipe box or maybe um, ice cream tub, something like that. And then you're able to combine the uh, two tablespoons of liquid Castile soap with uh, two cups of hot water and then a tablespoon of almond oil or another type of oil and then a tablespoon of lotion, so your favorite lotion. Combine all of those, let all the liquids soak in the towels, the paper towels, um, and then you should wait about 10 minutes before using them. Number nine is uh, with citrus or fruits. So this is great because uh, you can use uh, something like peppermint or eucalyptus, which is amazing uh, as a, a liquid Castile soap and scenting it. Uh, so you could fill a bowl with hot or near boiling water and then add uh, two or three drops of the soap and then you know hold your uh, head over the bowl uh, to uh, inhale that steam and then put a towel over your head for a more concentrated effect. And so you won't, you won't have so much of a um, clogged nose anymore. This is great. So if you have, again, the peppermint or eucalyptus scented uh, liquid Castile soap, then these are great for um, unclogging your nose. So that's a great use there. Number 10 is as a type of a pet shampoo. So for all those who have pets, you know, I remember my days of 
uh, kitty care and kitty cleaning and also dog care. So I was able to, with my pets, you know, clean and shampoo them, etc. And so, you know, you wet your pet's hair and then you add a few uh, squirts of the liquid soap. You could also do the bar soap if you like bar soaps, if it's convenient that way. Uh, and then work the lather and then rinse. Number 11 is with plant care. So if you have plants around your house or you are a plant lover or it's your job to take care of plants, then look no further than a Castile soap. So if you're having trouble with bugs on your house plants, for example, just mix one uh, tablespoon of Castile soap with one quart of water. So it's a bunch of water there and then spray to uh, deter pests that may be on the leaves um, or in the soil of your plants. Number 12 is using Castile soap as a brush cleaner. So this is great if you have uh, art brushes or maybe makeup brushes. If you need these cleaned, look no further. Just add a squirt of the concentrated varieties of uh, Castile soap that are out there to a bowl and then put some warm water within the bowl. Add the brushes, let those soak for a little bit and soften up and then rub those a bit. Uh, and so you'll have um, it rinsed afterwards and uh, do so until the water runs clear. If you have makeup brushes, that's perfect. Just add a few drops to uh, your palm or, or a space where there's a container and add some water there um, and then rub the brushes uh, around uh, within the water or your hand uh, so that and then you rinse them uh, after and then you can uh, reshape the bristles uh, as needed. Number 13, our last use until I get to the benefits, uh, is where you can use Castile soap as a produce rinse. This is perfect if uh, you are especially worried about pesticides or dirt or bacteria or anything amongst your produce, your fruits and, veggie, your fruits and veggies. All you have to do is dilute a bit of the Castile soap. So with this, you can just combine one tablespoon of Castile soap uh, something like maybe citrus, so uh, orange or, or, or lime or uh, lemon, uh, if you so can find those, um, and then a gallon of water. So that's one of the, the biggest um, concentrations, um, looking at the size of you know the water component and then uh, the tablespoon of soap. And then you swish um, the uh, vegetables around for a little bit uh, of time, a few minutes, and then you can dry them out as needed, maybe on a, um, a kitchen towel um, or a little um, rag that you use for um, not cleaning, but just drying out maybe uh, dishes and such. So I'm going to get to the benefits of uh, Castile soap. There's a few. There's about three different benefits I'm going to talk about. So the first is that they are uh, eco-friendly. Castile soap is amazing because it's biodegradable. It's free from synthetic preservatives. And uh, it's amazing because it doesn't have anything like detergents or even foaming agents in it. Um, and it's made from vegetable oils. And it's vegan like I talked about earlier. And one of the companies I love who makes the most um, Castile soap I know of is Dr. Bronner's. And so they are amazing with their packaging as well because they're 100% post-consumer recycled plastic. 
the second benefit is that it is affordable and this is across the board. So almost any company that you look at and when it comes to them selling Castile soap, uh, they will range in size, but for the most part, it is affordable. And especially with the liquid content uh, that you can get, you can get it at a gallon size. And I don't know too many brands or types of soap where you can get it at just a gallon size if you're not like a, a special cleaner or a janitor or work in the cleaning industry. You can get Castile soap um, and it, it'd be uh, so uh, worth it, especially with its its product and its cost uh, that it has. And at zero uh, waste stores, it's really great because you can actually refill your jug um, most places and it cuts down on the cost because you're not uh, paying for the cost of the packaging. So uh, the soap, it holds for, it has a shelf life of about three years. So you'll have plenty of uses for it uh, over the life of the Castile soap. And then last but not least, it is ethical. So one of the top companies, Dr. Bronner's, they uh, have um, a, a setup uh, where their uh, soap meets one of the highest production standards they um, make millions of um, bottles of Castile soap bar and liquid and they're made fair trade and organic and are certified uh, with ingredients that are top tier. So they're sourced from different countries around the world, Sri Lanka, Ecuador, Palestine, India, Kenya, Ghana, and more. So most often uh, with some brands, um, you know, most of the time they're either organic, certified organic, um, and fair trade. And so Dr. Bronner's is uh, one of the companies that uh, has that uh, sort of standard. So I don't have uh, too many, uh, you know, bad things to say or anything about Castile Soap. I do think that it is truly a good inside neck out Castile Soap. Um, I learned some uses, some new uses definitely for Castile Soap, and I'm so excited about them. Um, like for shaving, I will be using Castile soap for shaving after my conditioner runs out um, because it's easily, you know, affordable to me. Um, it comes in different sizes, which is great. Um, and the conditioner, I used it and it's, it's wonderful. Tr truly it is. Um, and it lasted um, about three years, two years because um, I don't really use conditioner on my hair because it's, you know, super short, um, super short hair. Um, it's, you know, um, clean clean shade and so I just use the the buzz cut uh, clippers that I have so I don't uh, use conditioner for too much um, but I will definitely use um, conditioner for shaving it's perfect um, I don't have pets so I, I you know I don't think I'll ever have um, pets in the future even though I miss my pets you know rest in peace to my pets um, and I wish them a good home for Ruby and uh, Sapphire my uh, little puppy dogs. Um, uh, and so I think uh, that's a, a cool use, you know, using um, them for pets and just washing them. That's cool. I didn't know that there were so many uses around Castile soap. That's perfect, you know, and I'm, I'm glad to have shared this with you all. Um, I learned plenty of things, you know, with plant care, with plants that would have been perfect. You know, I've, I've shared... Um, you know, that I have, I used to have a cactus. It's now, it was waterlogged because of a recent, um, you know, rain downpour. And I'm so angry, angered by that because I love my little cactus, cacti. And it was perfect. It was small. It was growing. It grew like inches in like 
a few months. It was amazing. I just watered it like so, but it just happened to rain on a day when I, I thought it would have a little bit more moisture outside. And um, I'll just probably have to buy another one, maybe in the spring. Um, but I'll, I'll do plant updates around that. But this is perfect um, because I can use the um, Castile Soap Mix on something like my avocado plants, which are growing in nicely. I do want for them to uh, grow and mature. I don't know how long um, it'll be until that process is like full, maybe five to seven years. Uh, we'll see. I'll have to navigate uh, planting a little bit better and, and getting more engaged with that. Sometimes I just plant water and go and then, you know, water every few days, maybe turn it to the sunlight, etc. I need to do more upkeep when it comes to plants. I love plants, so they're perfect for a home. They brighten up a dreary, a dreary space. They clean the air and they're necessary. Um, I like the fact that a Castile soap can also be a, a brush cleaner, a makeup remover. I don't know if it's um, necessarily a good cleaner for like a hairbrush, but I think I'm going to test that because um, I've always you know, wanted to clean it easier. I, I do clean the brush that I use for my hair. Um, and so I would definitely, you know, besides my rat tail comb or another type of comb and just water in like other types of soap, I'll use Castile soap. So it's great um, that, you know, Castile soap has so many, many uses. Uh, but in the past, I've just used Castile soap for uh, hand soap. I've used it in cleaning, definitely uh, for like body care. It's perfect for that. So now that I know that I can use it in several other ways, it just adds to uh, my love for, you know, the soap. And the fact that it comes in different scents, different sizes. There are so many different companies um, online, in stores. Like it's, it's, it's a global phenomenon. You know, it's coming out of Spain. It's history there. Um, so yeah, I, I think anybody who um, is in the cleaning industry who wants to green their um, cleaning care, I definitely suggest you get yourself some Castile soap. Um, for those who want to switch over to a soap that's relatively inexpensive, that has like a trillion uses, that um, is economical because it will last you for many years, um, you know, it has a three-year shelf life, then, you know, Castile soap is for you. Castile soap may not be for you if you um, don't wash a ton of things regularly. If maybe you um, have a soap that works for you or you've, got, you've gotten a soap that's super cheap. There's also eco-friendly made from something else um, like soap nuts, for example, um, which is great because you can use it for laundry and soaking other things. But really, Castile soap is where, it, is where it's at because it has so many different uses. It's versatile. Uh, relatively inexpensive um, and you can get it you know just by any store so you just search online for Castile soap and you'll be good to go so let's uh, next pr uh, proceed to the mother of minutes for a few other uh, companies that you can uh, search for when it comes to Castile soap in uh, one of the uh, podcast episodes I did back uh, in a few um, months back actually and go learn a little bit more about that. Mm -hmm.
Alright, so the Mother Earth Minutes is where we review in the next few minutes proactive things we can all do to combat the issue in the episode and to protect Mother Earth. And so the message for this Mother Earth Minutes is that there is uh, so many great things around Castile Soap. Uh, There's nothing to combat but just to use it. Uh, I love it because I have, again, used the liquid forms and the bar soaps which are great. The bar soaps are great for body care, anything like that. Castile soaps are great for cleaning, also great for uh, body care. And now you can get uh, the, the different sizes, which is perfect, especially from a place like Dr. Bronner's, which I trust. Um, so I just want to talk about a few different companies uh, that you can go to that are you know pretty notable. I found some of them online, but you may uh, search for some online where you live because I know that these companies may not be all over the world. There's just a few, and uh, most of them are in the U.S. If not all of them, and then um, where you live, you know, like, let's say you live in Germany because I have a few German listeners, um, and there's other uh, listeners abroad. Just uh, go. Uh, go online where uh, you search in your search engine and then type in Castile Soap um, and you're able to find uh, different um, uh, companies that sell uh, Castile Soap in different scents, uh, different sized bottles like um, quart sizes, gallon sizes, 8 ounce sizes, 12 ounce sizes, 18 ounce sizes. I could go on and on. Uh, so it's it's extremely versatile because you'll, you'll, you will find, I'm telling you, this is this is insane the amount of uh, uh, quantities and the amount of um, sizes you can find this particular soap in because you can't find that with, with every type of soap. It's just non-existent. There are plenty of bar soaps, sure, but they don't come in a gallon and they don't come in liquid and bar form. It's like some companies only sell uh, certain types of soap in just bar form and they have you know gazillion types of just bar, bar uh, formed uh, soaps versus liquid which you can do a lot with uh, liquid soaps. So uh, when it comes to uh, Castile soap, again, C-A-S-T-I-L-E soap, you can uh, go for Dr. Bronner's. They're worldwide, notable, uh, they're fair trade, uh, organic, they're certified, and they have a, a few different certifications. They've been around for a long time, like hundreds of years, um, and they're, 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 their Bronner's legacy is still continuing, so they're popular on social media. You, you go to a place like Target or Walmart even, or Amazon, etc., eBay, um, you're bound to find them. And so you can quickly, you know, get a few uh, bottles of their amazing liquid soap. And they also have the bar soaps. Kirk's is another popular one. I never really heard of that, but I'm glad to know that it exists uh, in case you can't get your hands on some Dr. Bronner's. Now, Vermont soap comes out of where? Probably Vermont, you know, where its uh, namesake is. And I've heard of the company before because there was another uh, type of soap, Orange Blossom Soap, I think, um, that they they, sold, they sell as well. And I'm going to be buying some of their other soaps in the future. They're popular with the uh, Castile Soap. And then another uh, uh, brand is Fountain City Soap Company, and they have a different uh, setup when it comes to their soaps. Uh, I think you can probably buy them online in the gallon size. They definitely have them, I think, um, just hefty ones, but I'm not sure if they have the um, other um, types of sizes for uh, uh, consumer use, but you can go ahead and, and check yourself all these. You can find online 
um, and a few of them you can find in smaller shops or in stores um, where they're available on the websites. A number two st step is um, to uh, check out the Dr. Bronner's um, expansive review I did in uh, as the Eco Company Spotlight uh, segment, and I did the review uh, in again episode 106 uh, entitled "10 Popular Alternatives to Buying on Black Friday." Um, that was um, one of the episodes as part of a. a a whole handful I did on top 10 uh, tips and steps uh, to uh, you know green uh, your laundry and greening other parts of your life um, easy steps are one of my most popular sets of uh, episodes I've ever done um, and so yeah just have fun with it I had fun talking about Dr. Bronner's I've experienced it I love it you know I've used it for many years um, and it's a great product, so you should definitely check it out if you want more information about uh, Dr. Bronner's. The eco fact of the day is that most often found in antibacterial soap, the chemical triclosan actually creates the carcinogen dioxin. The chemical promotes the emergence and growth of bacteria that is resistant to antibiotic cleansers. That fact was sourced on factretriever.com. Alright, so we have come to the Eco Company Spotlight, one of my favorite points within the program. And so this is a time where we talk about amazing eco companies and services that are doing great things for you and the environment. And so if you have an idea about one and you want to let me know about your favorite, be sure to let me know via voice message or email and also uh, introduce companies that maybe you have, you know, founded or just want to talk about and I'll definitely review it uh, definitely free of charge uh, no worries and so there are a few uh, favorites that I've talked about in the past and uh, many of them are my favorites um, I've been doing re reviewing for a bit of time since February 2019 and uh, I've been doing it you know for a bit and so uh, one of my uh, favorite companies I want to talk to you about uh, now is called Real Coconut so Real Coconut is amazing with their products. They help with your digestive health and well-being. And they're all about uh, keeping a philosophy of health center and eating, uh, you know, coconut as a regimen for sustainable living. Uh, and they're worried about and uh, really focused on protecting you personally and looking out for the planet. So uh, coconut does a wealth of uh, things. It has so many benefits. And so they've cultivated it with their Real Coconut coconut products. Daniela Hunter is an entrepreneur and an innovator and she's the founder of Real Coconut and she has plenty of menus and different products that sort of reflect her conscious lifestyle and also how she lives her life which is holistically and she also is involved in wellness as well. So as far as the commitment to sustainability uh, real coconut products are amazing because they do fight uh, food waste because it's all coconut, nothing is, is wasted. And so it's also certified organic and completely vegan. And they're also paleo friendly. 
They are also dairy-free, dairy gluten-free, and also grain-free. And there are no GMO ingredients. They're simple ingredients. Uh, also at Real Coconuts, uh, they really are focused on uh, feeding you nourishing things. And so with their plan to uh, feed the world, uh, by uh, 2050, there's about to be 10 billion or so uh, inhabitants, people living on the planet. So they plan to uh, do a number of things. They plan to reduce uh, food waste, keep keep uh, that ethos of reducing food waste and protecting the planet. They are moving towards a plant-focused uh, diet. Uh, they are returning land ownership to indigenous peoples. And they are supporting cooperatives co-ops to produce more tonnage per hectare uh, on their lands. Uh, next, uh, their products, they have a ton of different products that they have. They have the different flavors. They have their tortilla chips. They have their tortilla wraps. So what, with their tortilla chips, they have the original tortilla flavor. They have their Himalaya, uh, Himalayan pink salt tortilla chips. They have their sea salt and vinegar potato chips, which are my favorite. I love uh, salt and vinegar potato chips, period. And then they have their splash of lime tortilla chips. Uh, next, they have their tortilla wraps. So they have the grain-free varieties of all their tortilla wraps. They have their original. They have their large wraps. They have their uh, super uh, green uh, grain-free superfood tortillas. They have it in two flavors. They have it in mushroom blend, and they have it in turmeric and cumin. And cumin. So that's uh, both their grain-free uh, superfood tortillas. They have it, again, in the original and then large. And then they also have it in the two flavors I mentioned. So as far as my experience of the real coconut uh, flavors, I love, again, their sea salt and vinegar tortilla chips. Amazing. Crunchy. Like super crunchy. Crunchy on crunchy on crunchy. I've never had chips this crunchy. Probably not even kettle chips. Not even kettle chips are this crunchy. They are definitely a, a different type of chip um, in all the best ways and all the ways that matter. Um, super different flavor. It's from a coconut. It's like insane how much it's just coconut and then a few different uh, ingredients added and then boom, you just have a chip. Um, you know, I didn't know that coconut could be this crunchy and good. Like I knew that the coconut could be toasted and crunched, but just having it as a chip is a, is a totally another flavor. It's a, it's a whole different world. It's, it's not the chip that you're used to. It's not your grandma's chip. It's not, you know, your mom's chip. You know, it's, it's totally different and I love it for it. Five out of five, I give it green uh, thumbs up all the way. And it comes in individual, it comes in individual uh, bags. It comes uh, sorted as a variety pack. Uh, it's great. Um, and so it's great online. Um, and uh, it's good for your, your lunches. It's great uh, for snacks. It's perfect. Uh, it's perfect for kids, and so they can get, uh, you know, bags of uh, the chips, and it's affordable. It's amazingly affordable, a great price, so about $5.99 per bag or around that price point. So it is super affordable, great flavor, packs a punch. It's different from any chip you will ever probably get. Uh, no matter the style of regular potato chips, uh, coconut does it different. So real coconut can be found uh, online. The, the brand can be found online uh, in, and also in different stores. So you can find it on realcoconut.com and then go to find us at the top of the website. 
and uh, you can go to Amazon as well. You can go to different co-ops um, around uh, the nation here in the U.S. It's also in different natural markets, depending. It's in places like uh, Wegmans and also Whole Foods Market and uh, other stores across the uh, U.S. and in Mexico and also in England. Their restaurant locations differ as they are in Tulum, uh, Los Angeles, Minneapolis, and also in London, uh, England. Real Coconut is on the following social media platforms of Facebook. They're at The Real Coconut. They're on Instagram at The Real Coconut, all one word, all lowercase. They're on LinkedIn as well at Real Coconut. They're on Pinterest at The Real Coconut. And they're on Twitter at The Real Coconut as well. To contact Real Coconut, just check out their website, therealcoconut.com, and then go to contact us at the bottom of the website to direct message them. All right, thank you so much for tuning in and listening. Everyone who listens and shares in Greener Thoughts, thank you so much. Uh, I love and appreciate every one of you, everyone who favorites the podcast. I hear you. I'm listening to you. I appreciate so much of the support. Uh, that means that things are well and I'm doing uh, plenty of good. Um, and I, I'm sharing the good with you all and you all are sharing it with others and, you know, absorbing this information and uh, taking it in. It's it's truly um, an amazing feeling knowing that, you know, sharing uh, good information, learning new things um, and, you know, sharing knowledge is a beautiful thing. And so I love doing that with every episode of Greener Thoughts. Uh, I love uh, that we learned, you know, some new uses and definitely some benefits of Castile soap. And you can definitely share this with other people who use soap on the regular, like as often as need be. Or maybe, you know, that friend is looking for a new makeup remover or you need, you know, someone who's um, into pets or uses um, pet services or maybe uh, grooms pets or some other uh, type of uh, activity dealing with pets. And so they need a way to wash pets or a safe, eco-friendly way to do so. This is a suggestion to make. Castile soap. Perfect. Um, I have a question for you. You know, uh, will you be using Castile soap in the future? Uh, have you used it in the past? What did you think of it? What were your thoughts? Um, you know, what changes have you made in your ego routine? Um, you know, I think that Castile soap is amazing because it is, um, it's a wonder, you know, aren't, there aren't too many soaps that can do what Castile soap does. Um, so I'm happy to have, you know, talked about it, learned a few things. I shared my experience of Castile soap and I had fun in making this podcast episode. So as always, please take care of yourselves, be safe out there, and also please take care of the planet. See ya. (music) 